Rolling from our problems contains some mature content. Listener discretion is advised. Hi there, and welcome back. I'm Weston, your DM. And I'm Ryan. I'm playing Mulek Remen, level 5, Horizon Walker, Ranger, Lizard Folk. I'm Robbie. I'm playing Never, an Aarakocra, Wizard of the School of Evocation, level 5. And I'm Jonah. I'll be playing Bakavard, the half orc, level 5 barbarian. And this is Rolling from Our Problems Cataclysm. Previously on Rolling From Our Problems, Cataclysm. You currently are on a mission. It's a rescue or closure mission. You're being sent out to find a missing merchant. He left Brecton about two weeks ago to the south with a two-horse cart delivering a shipment of food to the nearby clearing of Tannersby. The round trip was supposed to take seven days, and there has been no word of his whereabouts. It's uh, 15. Following that further, you kind of come to a spot around uh, almost pressed up against one of these obsidian trees is the cart smashed and demolished. Hmm. Mm. I don't think that's a good thing. So it takes about another half hour on top of that that you guys are trekking still towards that mountain. And you come to what looks like a mountain made of sharp obsidian with a cave entrance on it. I'd say that's a likely spot to look for for our prey. Kava, you see these piles of what looks like old desiccated corpses Mm, love that as you move around this pile you get a straight shot of what looks like a man's back bent and hunched but the color of his skin is wrong and it seems almost like he has extra limbs and you hear the sound of him chewing on something in this pile extra limbs counts as changed policy means proof of identity and i'm gonna swing my axe into my like the haft into my left hand and I'm going to move forward to try and get into striking range. Okay, I'm right up there. Okay. And I'm just going to say, your wife sends her regards, and I'm going to swing <laughs> down on it. <laughs> so it'll hit it in its forehead, and out of the forehead will sprout vines that'll shoot around its head, wrap around its head, and then in a twisting formation, and then shoot down into the ground and rip it down into the ground, crushing its body into the ground as it also crushes its head. Perfect. You find a key actually on like a necklace around his neck next to a silver locket. You also find on his hip in a holster is a six-shot revolver. The uh, revolver is a pure silver. It's a fine-looking gun. Oh, you got a nat 20 investigation, right? Yeah. You can see down on his midsection where the clothing is all torn away, two large vein marks that have never healed. Well, we've got identification, the lantern should suffice, as well as the keys in the lockbox and the gun and the locket. So I thought we'd get out of here before we run into anything we can't handle. Uh, and what is everybody's passive perception? Uh, 14. Okay. 12. Okay. Give me just a second here. 
Dang, my last bird character had such high perception. <laughs> He's looking up the stat block for a giant. You don't spider. know that. You're right. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know what's going on. But yeah, as you exit the cave, you hear a skittering. Fuck. Above you on the wall. We gotta go. We gotta go. What? Oh, I hear it. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Everybody, everybody does hear it. As you're kind of exiting this cave, above you, you hear skittering on this obsidian cliffside. Someone still has a torch out, right? Yeah. Well, you're you're in a different spot now. Oh, right. And outside the cave is like a dim light. Everybody can see in it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Scooby-Doo run out of here. Scooby-Doo run out of here. Okay. And as you guys are doing this, you hear Mulek kind of have that hacking cough and bring his mask up to his face. What did we what did we decide that was called? Uh, I think we called it Mistlong. Oh right. Yeah, let's just uh let's GTFO. So you guys are gonna plan on running then, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause as you get out and you turn around, you see a large aberration. About ten feet wide, it seems to have the general shape of a spider. Mm. It seems to at its base be a feminine female form craned backwards with extra limbs popping out of the side and its front like the human arms dangling loosely off this head that is just rotating around over and over again love that image yeah it's just kind of like clinging to this cliffside above you and it it gives this chittering little growl nope let me move that into where you guys can see you want to fight it no no i don't (laughs) i have a point of exhaustion and i'm at 43 out of 60 health (laughs) uh that that's kind of meta man it's kind of (laughs) meta so if we're gonna run we're tired and i'm injured (laughs) we're gonna get into the little use by us chase rules for DD. They're chase rules? And I have to look them up, yeah. Huh. Fair enough. So normally in chase, by default, you're going to be using your action to dash, and there's not a thing as bonus actions or reactions in the chase sequence. So if you stop to take an action like fire back or something like that, then you don't dash that turn, and whatever's chasing you has a chance to gain. There are going to be obstacles in the chase, and it still follows initiative, and we track movement as like a number instead, like as it piles up as you try to outrun this thing. You can dash a number of times equal to three plus your constitution modifier. If you go past that, you have to make a DC con check or take one level of exhaustion, but that's temporary until you take a short or a long rest. If you hit five, your speed becomes zero, so you just kind of drop where you're at. Gotcha. Okay. All right, so everybody now is going to roll initiative for this chase sequence. Oh shit, I forgot to align my dice. Oh no, it's oh, over. No. Well, it's over because I got an 18. You can't beat that with an un- unaligned die. You're right, you're right. I got a 13. Okay, so as you look around the field in front of you, you know kind of the direction you came from originally when you were tracking, and you can, Mula can still faintly point out these bits of horse and stuff like that that marked the trail originally. This landscape that you have been watching has already began to shift. And you're seeing small fissures rip open in the ground. And this seems to be this dark red oily substance that is dripping upwards into the air slowly from these small fissures. Most of them are only a couple feet across at most and very thin, just slowly dripping this fluid. But you're starting to see spots where it flood, I mean, where it's opening up and spilling out more and more. Never. This coloring is similar to that uh, oily lake you had seen when you had flown up and scouted the area. Whatever that is seems to be spreading. It seems to be in this cold environment steaming a little bit. Oh, man. That being said, we are going to now start this chase sequence. Naver, you are up first. All right. So Uh, by default, you will be 
dashing as an action unless you choose to do otherwise. Yes. And you need to let me know how much movement that is if you split off in a different direction than back towards where you originally came from. If you take another action or something of that nature. And I have to roll to see if there's an obstacle on your next turn when you're done. Yes. I don't remember how much my dash was. It'll be your movement speed, whether you're flying or walking, doubled. Yep. Oh, that's right. So it's going to be a hundred. A hundred. Okay. If I'm flying. I don't see why you wouldn't. Yeah, I'd yeah. assume, I assume <laughs> you're flying. Okay. Never after you guys kind of like look around and you gesture up at this thing and it hisses at you, taking off, flying down this. Is there anything you're doing as you go? Something you're you're looking for or anything you're doing other than just dashing? No, the world is a mess. I will fly past it. Okay. Sounds good. My fate. Uh, that'll bring us to Kava. Kava, you're just running at this point? Um, I can't shoot my hand cannon as a bonus action, correct? No. And okay. bonus actions and reactions aren't a thing in chase sequences. Right. It's just actions. Okay, then yeah, I'm going to dash 80 feet. All right. So everybody also keep tracking like the red bubble or something, how many times you've dashed, because there's a limit to that as well. One. One. Dash. Oh, oh, sorry. How, what's the limit again? It's three, three plus, plus your con, con modifier. Okay. Yeah, and we'll just keep the tokens here for now. We got five dashes. Is that just for this? Yeah. I can normally dash all day except for in a chase sequence. Right. You're not normally going to be dashing that much in any given time. Okay. So does that end your turn, Kava? Uh, yes. Okay, that'll bring it to Mulek. And he's just going to dash as well, following the same direction you guys are. That'll bring it to the monstrosity. And it leaps off, seeming to soar through the air, jumping down to the floor, losing about 40 feet of movement, and then it dashes as well, hurrying up towards you guys, making 40 feet more. Fuck. This thing's fast. What? This thing's fast. (laughs) This is a dark and gritty campaign. (laughs) There should be no laughter. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, just going to kind of position everybody here a little bit so you can see, like, the order people are in. I love how the lizard folk ranger has the lowest speed. <laughs> it's, it's something. Wait, why is he slower than you? Berserker barbarians get a uh, movement speed increase at level four okay. or three or something like that. Okay. I don't know. Uh, that brings it back up to Never. Oh, here, let me make a roll real quick. Okay, let me read the chart. <sighs> so, Never, as yes. you're flying forward ahead of everybody, one of these fissures suddenly opens up and a geyser of heat spurts out of it. Oh no. Go ahead and make me a dexterity saving throw to avoid. You're kind of flying over the ground. You see as it just kind of splits and you hear this hiss and there's this popping of this dark red oily fluid. Okay, 19. <laughs> 19, you expertly nice. just like dodge off to the side. You do like a barrel roll yeah. and narrowly miss this hot geyser. And what would you like to do for your turn? Other than going around this, I want to fly away from the aberrant spider as fast as possible. Perfect. So you're going to dash out even more? Yes. Perfect. That's 200 more feet. I mean, not 100 more feet, 200 total. Two dashes. Two dashes. Bringing it to Kava now. So the spider is on the ground and 40 feet behind me. Yeah. Yep. Got it. I am also going to dash. Perfect. Okay. Go ahead and add that. There's no obstacle this time around for you. Okay. Mulek has something similar happen to him. There's sort of this roiling and this buckling from where he's at, but he manages to kind of quickly scale up this, losing only a little bit of time, and finishes his dash as well. I love this visual of, like, Never just, like, flying way out in the distance, 
and then Kava's just like, you know, like linebacker sprinting, just like, grr, uh-huh. grr, grr. and then Mulek in the back, and he's just like, eh, 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 eh. <laughs> yeah. And he watches there's like a like crack, quivers of weapons, and he like and stuff. trips a little like, bit, oh, just like <laughs> scrambling up this like sudden split in yeah. the ground as another hot geyser kind of spills out. And there's just this like nasty lady spider thing, just uh-huh. like. <laughs> Um, and, and all three see. of us just like, oh. and there's like 20 feet in between all of us. <laughs> right. <laughs> did you come up with the aberrant spider? I did, yeah. That's oh, scary. Nice. I've thought yeah. about that before. Just like a woman who has all these <laughs> spider I legs. thought, what would be the thing I would like to find least in the entire fucking world? <laughs> and that is the aberrant spider. This nasty, like the, the spine of the spider is clearly like, the back of the spine of the spider is clearly like the front of a woman's body that has been Aww. like stretched and covered in this chitin. And her head is just like cracked and rolling on the other hand with two of her arms on the front side of it. That's and she disgusting. seems to have sprouted two extra sets of legs out of like her rib cage. That is how she's moving around. Ugh, that's vile. I love it. Yeah, if, uh, if I was more confident in us being able to walk out of here after this fight, I would take <laughs> the fight, but I'm not. So, And that'll bring it to the monster's turn. It is also possible to try and, and hide and stuff like that if you're head enough. Keep in mind you're in like an obsidian forest, so there are trees and stuff like that that could possibly make hiding spots. Ooh. That brings it to the spider. Okay. This kind of jetting of heat and cracking of earth that Mulek stumbles over slightly gets even higher and it managed to actually completely trip up that spider and it's blasted with a little bit of heat damage as you see this red oil burning into the chitin. It then loses a little bit of speed running 20 feet to the side to skirt around that fissure and then continues to follow. That being said, you can see that it is still even with that gaining on Mulek. Well, that sucks. Uh, then let me roll that damage real quick. I look behind from 90 feet and see him. Well, you only have to be faster than than the slowest guy. <laughs> uh, keep in mind, when you're far enough away, you could fire back at it. You could take an action to still do your movement and then take an action to attack. That's fair. I could probably do that. Probably should. Uh, and that brings it to Naver. Excellent. Well, oh, here, let me roll to see if there's an obstacle. All right, no obstacle this time. You know that the spider has an 80-foot dash, right? Mm-hmm. 40 feet dash to 80 feet. So if you are over 80 feet away from it, then you have a chance to shoot at it because it can't get to you in one turn. Right. So All right. It's to do some other kind of movement. So you take your 50 feet of movement speed. If it's already 90 feet away from you, its turn would be 80 feet, so that puts it at 10. Then you move now at 60 feet away after you shot at it. Right, so basically every other turn. Yeah, awesome. I will do that. Thank you, uh, voice in my head. (laughs) voice in your head. (laughs) I'm going to shoot at it with fireball, of course. Fireball? Okay. (laughs) Uh, It makes a save, right? Yeah, it's a dex, I think. It's been a while since I've shot this one. Okay. Yeah, dex save. Uh, Will a 13 do it? Nope. All right, go ahead and roll that good old fireball damage. All right. Of course, behind it, you know, so it doesn't hit me like it's right. right. They, they have like 10 feet between them, so you've got plenty of space to fire that. So fireball. <laughs> as the aberrant spider is following my ally, you'll hear a large kaboom. All of a sudden, this 
It's like the Death Star exploded behind me. <laughs> <laughs> She's not fast enough. She's a TIE fighter. <laughs> She's a TIE fighter. And it's, uh, sorry, it's 8d6. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. Got, got eight dice here. 26. Six? 26. Oh, 26. Sorry. Thank goodness. You're like, you rolled all one? <laughs> I was like, that's not even possible. Now. Are you good, man? How did you get 42? <laughs> yeah, 26. So you see this huge plume of fire that turns this dim light. And is there a certain color to this fire, even though you can't see color? Yeah. I mean, it's like a rainbow because I can't control the color. Oh, gotcha. So this, uh, <laughs> this multi-hued explosion of light lights up behind Mulek, painting this gray and graying landscape in this bright, bright light and color. And it seems like flash through some of these obsidian trees. You hear some sounds into the night as well. And this spider is currently writhing on the ground behind Mulek. Great. I'll also fly away. Okay. So 50 more feet. Yes. And that'll bring us to Kava. Okay, so the spider should be should be eighty feet behind me, right? Right now it's sixty feet behind you. Okay, um, sixty. But if feet. you if you at the end of your turn when you move forty, it'll, it'll be a hundred feet behind you. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to run ahead and then I'm gonna pull my hand cannon off my waist and kind of as I'm for flavor as I'm running I'm just gonna kind of like tuck back and point behind me and take a shot and like keep moving. Awesome. Go ahead and roll the hit. Is there an obstacle? Oh, yeah, I got to roll for that, sorry. There actually is. Give me a second to figure out which one it is. Okay, so on my sheet, I don't know why I have this, but I have advantage on decks, saves against effects that you can see while not blind or deafened. Okay. Does that count as these obstacles? Um, It depends on the obstacle. Okay, because otherwise I have this point of exhaustion that would give me disadvantage on saves. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, okay. So yeah, as you're running, you see this kind of like length of like naughty tree that has fallen over and it's kind of decaying slowly, but it's like right in your path. Okay. Right in the middle of this path. Navir was able to easily fly over it, but you're going to need to make a dexterity saving throw and you can see it. So you get advantage, disadvantage, they cancel each other out. But basically you have this knot of obsidian like dark tree that is covering the pathway. Okay. I got a 19. A 19. That's good enough to leap over and make your shot as you do it. Could I describe it? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm running and just because of the logistics of my gear loadout. Uh Usually if I'm sprinting like this, my axe is in my left hand. So he's just bombing with the the axe and this tree falls in front of him and he's just going to like slap the axe into the tree and use it to like pole vault himself over. And as he's like cartwheeling over this tree, he's going to pull his his hand cannon out and shoot in the air at this thing behind him. Perfect. And so now it's a roll to hit, right? Yes. Does a 15 hit? It does. (gasps) Yeah. Go ahead and roll that damage. 1d12. And what type of damage is it? Uh, Piercing. Piercing. Perfect. Ooh, full damage, 15 points. Nice. Very good. Mechanically, this thing is now bloodied. Nice. You see this dark fluid oozing out of cracks and burns in its chitin. Oh. The bits of flesh that you can see seem to be charred and almost glowing slightly with this purple molten-like visual. Uh, and then you're going to take your regular movement, right? Correct. Okay. Then it'll be... Mulek, no obstacle this time. He's going to dash his way across as well without taking any other action. Then it'll get to the the spider, and they are going to not dash this time around. You see as they flail for a little while, this fire singeing their skin, this bullet hole leaking from them. 
and they only run their regular speed this time around. Much more hesitant this time. You see that they've got a limp in many of their limbs. You see that a couple of them hang useless at their side. I like to see that. <laughs> Wait, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I like, what? Like, hmm, hmm. Okay, Navir, at the beginning of your turn, go ahead and make me a wisdom saving throw. All right, wisdom. And this will do two things because I want two things to happen, but one of them is going to be your obstacle, the other is going to be something in the world. <laughs> 11. 11, okay. So uh, as you're flying through the air, Navir, out of this mist looms one of these branches of this obsidian tree catching you off guard and knocking you prone to the ground. Ow. An obsidian tree? Yeah. You run into one of these obsidian trees. It seems to cut at you, but the effect you take is that you are knocked prone, which takes half of your movement to stand up. Okay. So it didn't wreck my body. Or I probably I probably should roll some sort of bludgeoning. Give me just a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's got to hurt. At your full 50 feet of movement, suddenly <laughs> running into a tree branch. Oh, that I rolled more than what I was meaning to there. Holy moly. How fast is that? 50 feet per six seconds. 50 divided by 6, so it'd be like 9 feet per second-ish. That'll be 3 bludgeoning damage. Right. 8.8 feet and 4 inches per second. I was pretty close for quick head math. Yeah, no kidding. So you're knocked out of the... Fuck. (laughs) That's like, that's quick. You're (laughs) knocked out of the air and unable to see the other thing I was going to tell you about. Oh, no. (laughs) So now you can go ahead and start your turn with what you're going to do. Okay. Well, I'm still far enough away. I am 110 feet away from the spider. Right. So I'm just going to shoot at it again. Okay. Go ahead. Greater than 80. Kind of metagame, bro. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to shoot a different spell at it. This one's going to be Toll the Dead, of course. Toll the Dead. Good old cantrip. A great old cantrip. Yes. This one is a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Does a... 19 save. Yes, half damage. Half damage, okay. I think, but yeah. So it's normally 1d12 plus 1d8 because I'm level Oh, it's 1d8. Five. Oh, yeah, I'm level 5. Oh, it's 1d8 if they fail. Oh, if they are missing hit points, it's 1d12, so they don't take half damage on this one. Okay. So, But they would have taken a d12 instead of a d8 if they had failed. Yeah, so now it's just 1d12. No, it's it's nothing. Because it's a cantrip. Oh. So if they failed, they would take 1d8. Unless they were damaged, they'd take 1d12. Oh, if they yeah, succeed, you're right. succeed, it's nothing. Okay, so it's nothing. Okay, so... <laughs> Dong. What does that sound and look like? Dong. It kind of, like, chitters and cracks its head another 90 degrees to the side and continues running. Kava, your turn. Okay. Oh, and I move 50 feet, of course. Yes. Go ahead and add that as well. Well, it'd be 25 feet. That's half right. Your, half your movement speed Because you got up. knocked prone. That's right. Thank you. Um, it's an action to reload, right? Uh, in the chase scenario, yes. Normally it's a bonus action, but there's no bonus actions in chases because you're running. Yeah. So it'd um, be an action to reload. I'm just going to holster my gun and keep going. Just okay. sprinting, dashing, I should say. In front of you, you watch one of these tears that Never narrowly avoided widening more and more. At this point, it's five feet across. And this dark burning fluid doesn't cover all of it, but some of it. And it seems to be stretching off far into the distance, further than you can see. So I have to jump that? You have to jump it or find some other way over it. So... And it seems to be getting wider. Okay, so, sorry, just to clarify, there's a fissure in front of me that's five feet across. Right. And widening. Yes. Okay, so would it be, what check would it be to get across it? So let's do athletics. Okay, okay, is that with disadvantage because of my... Exhaustion? Uh, yes, it would be. Okay. Yeah. Five plus six, 
six, 11. 11 is enough to clear the five foot gap. Nice. You kind of stumble onto the other side and you see that it just continues to grow and widen as you move. I'm going to like make the jump and kind of slip and I'm going to use the spike into my axe and I'm going to drive it into the ground and kind of hoist myself the rest of the way and like pull myself into my run again, into my stride. Perfect. Yeah, I'll dash and that'll be my turn. Perfect. Go ahead and add that movement and count that dash again. Bringing it to Mulek, who at this point is also at the same exact obstacle and must make a roll. It's already wider than it was for Kava. I just realized I cheated anyway. I couldn't have used that spell because the oh. range. <laughs> yeah, chases are confusing. Um, and it's not like it did damage anyway. Yeah. So that 16 is enough to clear the now up to about 10 foot gap. Damn. Nearly, nearly, not quite, but nearly. As he kind of jumps and you watch his Mula kind of scrabbles at this dark earth, pulling himself back. Oh, and I forgot, when you jumped through the fluid, you did take some damage for oh. that burning fluid. Cool. That'll be seven fire damage. No problem. As this red, dark oil seems to, like, slick and burn against your skin as you jump through it. Fuck! Hey, that shit's hot! <laughs> <laughs> And Mulek also seems to make a grunt through his mask as he jumps through it. And that brings it to the monster. It seems to get up to this steadily widening chasm, already bloodied, and it stands at the edge of this chasm, and it screams something between this bestial roar and a woman's scream as his fissure widens more and more, and you lose sight through this dark fluid. So the chase is over? The chase is over. He got away. That was, dang it, that was sweaty. <laughs> I wanted could, to like, could, take some of its limbs or something. Oh, you could you could go back. You can fly. I'm so far away from it. That's that's yeah. true. If I'm you 135 go back, feet away. If you go back, you're going back on your own. Yeah, yeah. one second. I got to add his, so we can see about where everybody is. Got to add. Yeah. Okay. So everybody is actually pretty close. You're only 35 feet away from Navar after sprinting from the chasm. Ooh, that was close. Yeah. What the heck was that thing? It was disgusting. I don't know. Some mutated soul got caught out in the mist too long. I don't know. Is that like abnormal for what we've seen before? Go ahead and roll either a nature or history check. Or uh, maybe Arcana. Arcana would work. Arcana, okay. For <laughs> Navair the wizard. <laughs> Arcana would work just fine. Ten. That's not unheard of, but you don't really know of this particular change. You've never seen this before. Mm -hmm. But we've seen other grotesque things before. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You're you're well aware that these planar energies didn't go away. They mixed and they kind of melded together in some ways, but they didn't go away. And those planar energies still kind of wreak their change on the things they can touch. Hmm. If somebody got out in a certain area too long, or maybe there was some sort of disease born of a certain plane and that's how it spread certain venoms or effects that other monsters have as a way of reproducing it could have been a lot of things hmm. yep hope we don't see it again agreed huh well i guess we should head back to head back to town and get our bounty yeah we got the id yeah what you can do now is you can either travel back the path and make a easier navigation trek. Um, it'll be two days travel back, though, through the wastes. If you wanted to rest up, that mining town that he was heading to is about a day's travel in the other direction. You want to head out, out to the mining town to rest? Um, yeah, I think so. I'm pretty tired. That fight kind of wore me out and the running and stuff. So Yeah, I could get a blink, too. The chase. What'd it's, you say? I could get a blink, too. A blink. What? 
Just a quick rest. A quick oh. rest. Oh, also, I was thinking about a slightly altered way of doing the rests that are a little, a little easier and more in our control than just a random once a week. I was thinking that like an eight hours rest, like a typical night's rest is still a short rest, right? But a long rest would just be like a 24-hour day off, opposed to only happening once a week. Mm. So it's still more in people's controls as to when they decide to rest, rest up and stuff like that. Uh, okay. And with the exhaustion is another thing I was thinking about because even in default rules, long rest, it's like you lose one exhaustion a night, which would be devastating yeah. for Kava. Mm. So I was thinking long rest, one, but short rest, it's like a 50-50 shot. You roll a dice and see if you lose one. And then and then we can change that if that doesn't work. Yeah, this is just an idea, but like... Um, there's a video game called Darkest Dungeon. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but... I have heard of it. I haven't played it. There's a mechanic where it's like stress instead of exhaustion, uh-huh. but you can do particular activities to take away those stress points faster. Mm, gotcha. So if, I like we're, that. if we're in a tavern and you say like 24 hours of rest, oh, sorry, uh-huh. that would get rid of... That would be a long rest that right. gets rid of a couple Yeah, I think so points. too. And then you could put in activities. So like if you drink responsibly, <laughs> right? Like, you uh-huh. know what I mean? Right, like, yeah, you get you get more rest from that. Yeah, yeah. like like you actively relax, it takes away your exhaustion faster. Or like, I like that. Yeah. You go to a bathhouse, or you hire a hooker, or right. you whatever you want to do. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. And it, you can like it's it's basically paying to take away exhaustion. Right. So if we if we're in like a twenty four hour day off, just remind me of stuff like that and like bring it up, and we'll okay. definitely. I'm so down cool. for rolling with that. That's just something I'm saying because... Right, because otherwise Kava's going to be in a yeah. rough state, and I don't want that either. Yeah. Like, but what do you guys think of, like, the 24-hour rest instead of once a week? I, I think like that's, that. that's like pretty that. good. It I, makes more sense. And it's more intentional, you yeah. know? It's not like, okay, now we're going to go and fuck around for a week and yeah. just, like... It's like, right. okay, this is our rest time. Yeah, exactly. You have 24 hours, get all of your rest in, and then we're back to work. Right. And you could still do light stuff like, mm-hmm. oh, looking for information or picking the next job right. or stuff like that. Totally. But if you end up in like a fight or an encounter, then you have to like do the next mm-hmm. start over kind of deal. Sure. But, so what is it that you're wanting to do now? Um, Yeah, let's head to that mining town, mm-hmm. the closer one. Okay. And then we can rest up there for probably a night or so, and then um, we can try back three days the opposite way to, to catch our bounty. Perfect. Mulek, with his mask on, gestures back the trail. It's still very difficult for you guys to find because it's just like bits of horse and like says, this landscape has already shifted. It's already different. You can see these fissures and as you look down into them, it seems to be like a rainforest type thing down in these fissures where it seems like almost the ground you're walking on is part of these uh the tops of these trees these tree caps Mm. and as you look down they're sparsely leaved and there seems to be this red fluid just kind of like dripping upwards from the bottom of these trees interesting well must be a break into the fey yeah i'm glad i don't have that illness where i have to wear the mask Missed long. You Mist will. Long. Oh yeah. no, that's right. You don't have it yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have missed. Honestly, long. I don't even know what I'd wear. Naver is probably the one who's least likely to get it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> the most altered body already, really. Yeah. That could be a pretty cool canon explanation as to why you never have to wear a mask is because right. like you were literally physically altered the most by the cataclysm. Yeah. Or I could just always wear a, a leather thing and look like the plague doctor. That'd oh, cool. that'd, that'd be, cool. be pretty damn cool. <laughs> that'd be sick. You're like keeping up with appearances. No, the mist lung never affected me. I'm built different, but yeah. this just looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so you make it back to that shattered cart and horse corpse. Already that horse corpse is the flesh that was remaining on it is already even more gone. 
You're seeing even the bones start to decay and that ashy shadow fell away. Did we pick up the lockbox that was there? You did. You okay. kind of tucked it under. I think Kava has it. I yep. think he tucked it That's into right. somewhere on his person. I tied it onto my coattail. As we're traveling, I want to check out the gun and, you know, make sure it's the revolver's loaded and practice shoot it. Perfect. Okay. Um, go ahead and make me just a general dexterity roll as if it was a, like make an attack roll with it. Yeah. Uh, dexterity. Wait, attack roll would be... I think it's like uh, a plus five for you. Plus five. Yep. <sighs> yes. Okay. Okay, yeah. Um, 15. No, 20. 20. 20. Yeah, so yeah. you're able to very quickly get the feel of this gun. Again, you firing one shot, you only have about five left because I, I don't imagine Mulek giving you any extra ammo. <laughs> He's like, here's what was in the gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. He's like, here, I reloaded it for you. <laughs> So charges, I have to fill it up with all five. Yeah. Well, it has six charges. You fill it up with five of them because you fired one. Five out of six. Yeah, five out of six. Yes. Yes. Cool. And then when you get back to the trail of that cart, if there's nothing else you want to do, I don't know if you want to try opening that lockbox now or later, but there's going to need to be a navigation check trying to moving over to the next town. Let's let's open the box later. I don't want to spend any more time out here than we have to. Perfect. So who has, I think, uh, Mulek's probably the most fitting character to make the navigation, right? Yeah. I'll I'll just look and say, um, hey, Mulek, can you find us the town that this merchant was headed towards? I know that it's closer than the way we were coming from. And he nods and he pulls out his uh, Mistwalker's navigation tools, which it looks like for our audio listeners... (laughs) It was in the, the document. It's kind of complicated. So. Oh, I thought you were just pulling shit out of your ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should have seen the look he was giving me audio. So he's like, oh, okay, Weston. I'm like, a stick and a rock? I no, don't know. <laughs> no, he pulls up this map, and it seems to have different parts that shift around and stuff like that. That's cool. To, and kind of how a seafaring map has like like current lines and stuff like that. Some of those have been tracked, so you can have certain expectations as well as a compass, but instead of just having like a center point needle, there's more needles. There's color changing sand in them that are like attracted to different things, different gemstones on them that tend to light when certain things are around. And using the combination of the map and where you might be able to expect clearings to be and the readings of the compass, you can kind of determine where certain safe clearings are. Never a specific clearing. Like some of them have beacons they've set up, but most of the time it's like, oh, this seems like a material leaning clearing Mm. or a fey leaning clearing. And because there's a higher concentration of that material or fey energy, the compass kind of points to that as being something different than the mists and the wastes. So with that in mind, he makes his... uh, Check there, getting a natural 20 hey. plus survival, which makes it a 27 in total. <laughs> you guys are going to be traveling <laughs> faster than you would have otherwise. Cool. He sits down and makes some calculations and then quickly just gestures and with his mask in his mouth and begins walking off that direction. So we begin to trek off into this waste and you see some of these fissures are just slowly growing over time. You hear the sound of something snapping down below in one of these fissures as you walk by, but you don't see anything. Oh, while we're walking, I'd like to reload my gun. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get into the next fight and be like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, not the hand cannon, aims down sight. Hasta la vista, motherfucker. Click. <laughs> Ugh, awkward. Anyhow, is there anything you guys would like to be doing on this 
track. Like stealth, that would be slightly slower, but you're already making good time. Perception. Nah. Okay, just hurrying along. Yeah. Skipping. I'm Skipping, okay. I'm just kind of like, just trudging. I'm tired. Gotcha. Well, right. instead of a full day's travel, it takes only about, you know, three quarters of what is left, so. Never. What do you think about that job? How do you think we did? I think we did well. I mean, maybe we should have... Yeah, I, I don't know how we could have gotten rid of that extra spider thing. We were mm. pretty sneaky. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it came out like right after we finished that last fight, so... I think we made a good choice running, yeah. especially with how much the shifting was happening. I don't think it would have been a good idea to try and fight on such uneven terrain. Mulek has kind of like a cough and nods as well. But yeah, he coughs into his mask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, mist lung a bitch. <laughs> that damn mist lung. Mm, yeah, I think that uh, I think that there's more changes that are happening that we're not aware of. So yeah, I've never, careful. I've never seen anything like that before either. I'll be glad to get into town and sleep, have a hot bath, maybe. Perfect. Thank so you. after about five hours walk or so, trudging quickly through this forest of mist when you found the tracks before they were on somewhat of a like a wagon track that you could see but mulek kind of takes you cross country mm. leaving the path but clearly heading in a quicker direction and treks through this obsidian forest that is now split by these caverns leading into a dark red oiled rainforest down below mm. and then you come to a wall of gray mist well, see you guys on the other side. And I'll... Fire firebolt. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> Don't we? No. Want to see what's inside? No. That's not the how the that mist works. is how the clearings are marked. Oh. So you know you've come to either a clearing or a huge change in the waste. It's possible for there to be mist and like a shadowfell looking thing and to walk on the other side and have it be hellish instead of shadowfell. But most of the time, these thick mist patches mark clearings. Right. So I can light the way and see if it. No. No? It's not no. It's not literal mist. It's like magical darkness, so the light won't affect it. All you're going to do oh. is shoot a house. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to shoot some farmer in the field with a firebolt. We, <laughs> we don't need that. Okay. I guess I'll, like, stick a hand through uh -huh. to kind of make sure we're not walking into, like, somewhere that we don't want to be right. walking into. Well, sometimes it can take, like, hours to actually walk through even the mist portion. Oh. That's unusual, but it happens. Okay. I'll stick my hand in anyway, tentatively, yeah. and just kind of... The familiar cold prickling of the mist that marks clearings, the sort of embodiment of, of law that's left in this wasteland. Mm. I'll pull my cloak tighter around myself and I'll like bring the lockbox up to my chest and my axe in my other hand and just kind of huddle up on myself and start trudging through. Perfect. Mulek follows. <laughs> I'm going to follow. <laughs> Perfect. As you guys trudge through, it takes maybe five minutes. As soon as you're in the mist, it's like there's a wind whipping around your head. You can't hear anything. You can't see anything. But you've done this before, and you just continue to walk forward. So all at once, one, two, three, faded. Walk out of the mist surrounding Tannersby. It is early afternoon, and you see uh, everybody make me nature, arcana, perception check. One of those. Did you say arcana? Yeah, arcana is one of them. I got a... Seven on my perception check. Okay. 18. 18. This is why you align your dice, folks. <laughs> Kava, you can't really tell anything at a glance of village. You look across and you see very basic farmland. It, it's withered. It seems like almost a focus on uh, fungal life, if anything else. It seems to be some sort of... Naver would see this. 
It seems to be a clearing in the Feywild type of deal. You see the town down below with these small stone buildings and a mining operation into a giant mountain on the side. With that great arcana check, they're probably mining Sylvain. It's a crystal-like material that can be worked like metal and is known to be extra effective against Shadowfell creatures and the sort of that. How do you spell Sylvain? S-Y-L-V-E-I-N. Okay. With that great check, you can also know that uh, the Sylvain is this crystal that grows over time. Cool. Have I seen this stuff before? Yeah, yeah. You've almost definitely used it as well. Used it on weapons and seen people with that type of ammunition when they're knowing they're going up against something of that sort. So, forgot his name already. Uh, Habard? No, no. Ryan's character. Mulek. Mulek. So Mulek's gun, is that made out of Sylvain? No, it is just, it's actually made of silver. Oh, okay. His lucky gun or the one he gave you? His lucky gun. His lucky gun is made of silver carved with symbols of luck on it. Where have we seen that before in previous campaigns? I don't know. <laughs> KFC. <laughs> KFC. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy, what a man. Anyhow, so you're looking down on Tannersby. You seem to kind of be on a raised hillside. This is on the small side of a medium clearing. You don't have much room other than this mining town. Is there a pond? Not that you can see. Okay, well, let's go find a tavern. Yeah, or like a bathhouse. Both. (laughs) Somewhere to sleep. So as we make our way down into Tannersby, that is where we end this session. Thank you very much for listening tonight. You can find me on Twitter at RockinLoadTweets and YouTube at RockinLoad. You can find us on Twitter at RFOPCast. It's great for updates on the podcast. You can find us on Reddit at r slash RFOPCast. It's great for memes and discussion threads. Our email is rollingfromourproblems at gmail.com. It's a great way to reach out to us. You can find us on TikTok at rollingfromourproblems. Thank you for listening. Please remember to go and rate us five stars or give us a like. Tell your friends about us, you know, or your enemies, whoever you want. Also a reminder that the Cataclysm campaign that you just listened to will eventually become Patreon-exclusive content. But right now, we're really grateful to our early listeners, and we're keeping it up on the main channels for free, but eventually we're going to try and move it over to more exclusivity. So thanks again, guys. And uh, remember to subscribe in order to get notified when there's a new episode of Rolling From Our Problems. Thank you very much for listening to Rolling From Our Problems Cataclysm. Oh, I forgot. My character is no longer a bard. I didn't have to bring all these instruments. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Is it common to have instruments, like physical instruments as a bard? Oh, I don't think so. Oh. As a bard? Yes. I don't see why. Koget was a bard. Like, Koget had musical instruments. I don't think most players are are proficient in an instrument to be able to do that. That would be fair. Oh, you know I'm not proficient in any of these things. Proficient enough. (laughs) (laughs) Proficient enough to earn a plus two or whatever your score. (laughs) Right. Uh, That's a low level commoner. (laughs) Dude, I don't even know what a single note on this thing is. I have no idea how it works. I've always thought that the wooden flutes that like, like, you know, in Kung Fu Panda, when Master Shifu is like up on the hill and he's like playing a flute waiting for the Furious Five to attack him. Mm -hmm. I've always thought that flute is so cool and I would love to learn how to play one. Yeah. Sure you watch it. Oh, I love the icon. Did you make that? No, I found it. Oh, I mean, I never make any money. I just modify stuff. Right. I never make anything from scratch. I'm not that talented. <laughs>
Nope. I didn't I didn't make it. I went onto the internet and found it. Uh forgot what speed was. I can't remember if it was tw- uh fifty or sixty. Sixty fly. Or no fifty fly. Twenty five run. Sure. Yeah. Isn't I'm pretty sure usually the run for people. Yeah, but yours is different because you are Eric Cochra. <laughs> Eric Cochra. If you click on the walking speed, you can see your flying speed as well. Yes, I'm sure I could do that if I knew where that was. (laughs) Moving speed. Oh, walking speed at the top. Yeah. 25. You're right. 50 flying. Okay. (laughs) You know, Robbie, when we were doing the passive perception check, I was going to say, do you remember when we first started playing D&D and you didn't know where anything was on your character sheet? (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't because it never came up in the conversation, but now I'm glad I didn't say that. (laughs) I still don't know where anything is. Right. Navar. You got an 18. 18? Yes. Um, actually, it's Navar. <laughs> Navar. Actually, it's... Navar, Navar. You keep, I think you keep changing it, but I could be wrong. <laughs> no, it, it's Navar. Navar, okay. It's Raven backwards. Yeah, okay. That's, okay. <laughs> well, so much for the surprise, Robbie. Oh, you ruined oh, no. it. Should I censor that? Uh, censor that. Censor. No, it's fine. <laughs> they can know. Are you sure? Yeah. (laughs) I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Okay. It was supposed to be mysterious, and now it's not, but that's okay. (laughs) Okay. Oh, there we go. Yeah, see, there we go. Except that's 200 now, yeah. Here, I got it. I got it. Oh, but how did you do it without the slash? Oh, you put zero? There we go. That works well. Yeah. It literally says on, and when you hover over it, it's like minimum one. Well, they were fucking lying to us, clearly. (laughs) Clearly. Clearly they lied. All right. See, there you go. That works pretty so well. So I'm at 160 feet then, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Not 80. Because you did your your other dash. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we can remove them from the name tag. So we only got one number to deal with. So that works pretty well. Yeah, it looks good. I like it. Hmm. I did not know you could do that. I'm going to grab my computer charger real quick. Good idea. <laughs> I got the three images. I wrote a little line of code to get it. Gotcha. <laughs> Robbie, the expert in the cave for the uh, the computer things. A very naughty tree. Falls down right in front of you. <laughs> the naughty tree trying to slap your ass. That's Next getting save. cut. <laughs> Uh-oh. Shit. It's warped. Yellow. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Perfect. That's something we can get uh, done Monday. It's not going to cause any damage in the meantime, so perfect. Thank you very much. Not a problem. Bye. You too. Monday problem. Yay. (laughs) Thank fuck. All right. What was I saying? Uh, The spider's limping. Oh, yeah. The spider's limping. Roll me. Like one of your French girls. (laughs) Um, You roll the French woman? Uh, No. And then all at once, one, two, three forms appear outside of the mist into the town of um thout is that the name i picked i think so give me a second doubt oh tannersby yeah tannersby Uh, tannersby i like it that was fun that was i like the chase mechanic yeah and that was pretty reminiscent of the rodeo the rodeo (laughs) but the thing is i used actual rules this time instead of me just (laughs) making it up like uh i guess we're in a chase now 